seventh episode and for today we will be talking about emotional regulation and what it means why is it necessary what does it support you in doing how does it support you and others in your life and why it can be detrimental if you don't know the tools to regulate yourself or manage your emotions so um before anything else i just like to say that um i've been going through a lot in my personal life like yes there's a lot of challenges um problems that cropped up but at the same time there is also growth realizations learning i definitely feel like a different person from a few months ago and what i am faced with is a lot of opportunity to regulate my emotions and to just be more in touch with them. Because of these experiences, I just think like the most helpful thing I can do right now is to share from my own experiences, share some stories, examples. Um, I love just like how I love hearing other people's experiences and how they overcome their roadblocks, you know, firsthand, like what they did. Um, while um, I do think that it is great to have organized lists and to have like, oh, three things you need to do. It, that's great. But I think it's also great to know that life is real and beautiful and it helps you to show up in this kind of way, more spontaneous and honest so I hope you guys will find this episode supportive and you'll be able to find ways in applying all this to your own life okay so first off let's talk about the term emotion regulation what does that mean well for me it's emotion regulation is the way we understand and deal with our emotions, how we process our feelings. And I know that can be such a vague and broad term, like most of us and even me before. Like I don't I didn't really know what that meant. Like what does processing our emotions really mean? And how exactly do you go about that? Um, I think most of us don't know how to do that exactly. We Basically, if we experience an uncomfortable emotion, we just try to numb them, run away from them, stuff them down, and or maybe express them, but not not in a healthy way. And it's definitely not, <laughs> this is not a healthy way to deal with our emotions. So um, before talking about how to deal with our emotions in a healthy way, I'd like to talk about the two ways, uh, two unhealthy ways of dealing with our emotions. So 
one. The first one is over-regulating. So um, this is when we numb ourselves. We, we numb ourselves whenever we encounter uh, an uncomfortable feeling. So we numb ourselves by eating too much, drinking too much, drugs, um, overworking. And I know this is fairly common and some do it unknowingly. I know I do. I did. I have done that a lot of times before. And the other, on the other hand, is under-regulating. So this is when we feel an emotion too deeply right in the moment and letting it overcome you in a very intense way that's not healthy anymore. Like when you just blow up um, to your partner, to your family, or to your friends. So let me give an example. So for example, at work, um, you're currently so stressed because you, you've got so many projects and tasks you need to do. And then suddenly, your boss asks you to work overtime and gives you another project in which he tells you, like, this has to be done right away. And now you're feeling so stressed because you've got so many tasks in your to-do list that all of them seems so urgent, right? So when you under-regulate, you fall victim to it immediately and not give yourself time to calm down and examine the emotion and what it's telling you and how you can move forward from there. So I know a lot of us have done both. Um, I've totally done both, but I think we tend to fall into one or more of the other. And now, here's the healthy way of regulating. So, so basically, um, regulating ourselves the right way is having the ability to notice how we're feeling. To sit down with an emotion and just identify what sensations you feel and what's part of your body and being able to reflect what it what it is you what it is telling you and from there deciding on how you are going to experience it or how you're gonna move forward from there um or making a decision on how you're going to act from there so that's the healthy way of regulating now um before anything else i also want to point out that um, if you've seen the latest posts on my Instagram, I've talked about this. We actually have two, like, two brains. <laughs> so one is the very non-emotional, very coherent, scientific, logical part of our brain. So, like... Um, I want to, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat. Something like that. And so you realize there that um, the reason why you went to get food is because you were hungry, which is an emotion, right? So no matter what action we do, it will always come back to an emotion. All right? So every action is caused by an emotion. 
no matter how mundane it seems like i'm gonna go to, i'm gonna go to work or i'm not gonna go to work like i'm gonna go to work because i feel um motivated to do all these tasks and or i'm not gonna go to work because i'm feeling lazy today or i just feel sick so processing your emotions is knowing also knowing exactly why you are doing things being aware of why you do things and not let yourself be a slave to your emotions to just react to your triggers without knowing why you were triggered so um so let's go back to the example where you were stressed from work so like i said a while ago right if you are regulating in an unhealthy way you will just break down because you're so stressed now if you were regulating in a more healthier way you will okay so you're feeling so stressed so you try to calm yourself down take deep breaths and just let yourself try to calm yourself and just relax yourself and um look at your to-do list like how like you will find ways then after soothing yourself you will find ways and how you can insert this new task into your to-do list and if not you could also like set a boundary with your boss like communicate it in a clear and respectful manner of course you're not gonna go <laughs> um talk to your boss in a very where you're so stressed and you're just ranting and telling your boss off so you're just gonna go to your boss and let him or her know hey um um i have so many things to do in my to-do list and all of them seems urgent so can this task be can this task wait until tomorrow or which exactly of these tasks do i need to do like right now right so looking at that it's really coming back from a really grounded state and it, i know it sounds pretty basic pretty simple but how many of us actually do this right so um regulating our emotions is really consists of you know noticing a sensation in your body and actually letting it be there and then move from there not trying to muscle your way through not pushing it away not um shying away from them so just let it move through your body instead of shutting it down or letting it take you over and losing sight of reality otherwise i think it gets stuck in your body it doesn't really go away and it will become bigger in the future um it may come out in an another different way or in a different situation and this is also where health issues come up and you know how all of our stresses um 
mental issues, emotional issues will always manifest in, you know, physical symptoms. So it is healthy and necessary to learn to how to experience our emotions in a healthy way. All right, so right now, okay, I'm gonna share some example of emotions I currently experience in my life. So right now, um, I think because of all the stresses that we've been going through because of the pandemic, there's a lot of loneliness and grief I've been experiencing, um, as well as um, irritability and anger. I, I've noticed that um, I become so, when I'm stressed at work and when I get anxious because of so many things to do, I get more irritated easily and I snap at other people in my life. Um, so let's talk about grief. So grief is, you know how it's such an overwhelming feeling. It is heavy and it overcomes you if you've experienced it, loneliness or grief. And I admit that I, before I have this overwhelming desire to just numb it out, like before I will just go, like before the pandemic, I would just go out with my friends and have fun and drink too much and then wake up the next day with a bad hangover. And then when the hangover subsides, the grief, the heavy feeling is still there. So yeah, it was never resolved. It will never be resolved if I just decide to numb it out because that is only temporary. So what I what I've been doing recently, ever since I've started, you know, um learning about all this stuff, um, what I did is just to really allow space to feel what I'm feeling. Um, allow myself to get support from the people around me and other ways where it is good for my well-being. Uh, just connect with people in the community. You know, so you don't want to force yourself to get through to the other side right away because it doesn't work that way. It To be okay right now, it doesn't work that way. You know, there is a process. And it takes time for you to navigate it. So I let myself cry when I need to cry. And not I did not judge myself. I just gave myself a lot of extra time and space. And even have that space from the people in my life. But then going back to them you know, to get some support. And that is when sometimes there's a self-judgment that comes up. You know, as a life coach or as an employee, there are times that I would get guilty and I would judge myself like, oh, um, this is so dramatic. And I know like other people ha have, has it have it worse, you know. So make sure you're not judging yourself for what you're experiencing and don't compare your situation to others because we all have 
different experiences, unique experiences, right? So don't ever compare your situation to others. And that's not good to like other people have it first because we all have unique perspectives, tolerance, and experiences. And what else? So so I let myself lean into practices that make me feel good. So recently, I found out that I love meditating. I love doing breath work. Um, being mindful of my breathing it relaxes me. It allows me to feel calm in the moment. To to be aware of every part of my body and where it's uncomfortable, and just letting letting it relax and fall deeply to the like ground myself right to the present moment to the earth, like just letting it to be a nurturing experience so I found that has really helped me relax so um, I also love journaling so I love journaling all my thoughts and feelings letting it all out on a page and not judging what comes up but just letting it flow and I know um, a lot of you who loves to write here you know, it can be such a beautiful release, being honest with what you're feeling, just getting it out of your head. And sometimes, um, guided journals are also really helpful to, you know, if you don't really know what to or how to start journaling, you don't really know what to say or where to start. So Guided journals are very helpful as well. So just make sure that you're being honest with how you're feeling. You're getting it out there, getting it out of your head, but not judging yourself as well. Um, another practice that has been really helpful for me has been movement. So movement has been amazing for me. Even just a few minutes of gentle stretching. Or gentle yoga, as well as just taking a quick walk to the park. And yeah, that has been very helpful. I do that alongside, you know, every morning I try to do that alongside with my journaling and meditation. Along, along with breath work. So just letting yourself be supported through those feelings. Treating yourself the way you treat someone you love, you know, not um, talking to yourself in a gentle way. Just nurture yourselves in that moment of heaviness, of discomfort. And I also, um, aside from those kinds of practices, I also want to talk about CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. So, this is the psychological aspect in working through our emotions so if um i don't know if you've seen my post on this on instagram i talk about this a lot cbt is like my favorite kind of therapeutic approach well anyway so um according to cognitive 
to this approach. Um, our emotions are not really directly caused by, a, by an event, but rather the thoughts that we have of an event. All right, so I don't know if you're following. So sometimes you have this um, perception that may be influenced by our past experiences, our traumas, and that's why it's called a trigger. So when an event happens, and then we have certain thoughts about the event, um, we can our feelings may be caused by these thoughts. And sometimes those thoughts aren't real, right? Our thoughts aren't always real. So when that happens, that's why um, according to CBT, when we encounter a difficult emotion, that's um, we first have to pause. So I think that's the very important first step, right? Like pausing and just not reacting. I know we all have that urge to just react and that's part of under-regulating because we just want to um, move that feeling away, get rid of that feeling right away. So if um, when you pause, um, identify the trigger, identify what caused the feeling. So look at what happened, who you're who you were with, what person said, you know, so just letting your, yourself analyze the situation. And th- that's why it really helps to write it down. And that's when journaling also comes in. Can aside from journaling all your feelings, you can also just do this um, according to the CBT approach. So you write them down and then um identify then when you have um identified the situation you also have to name your feeling name what you're feeling so it's it will be good to use a feelings wheel if you're not sure of the feeling that you're having it can be anger sadness frustration disappointment so write it down Know, and also just notice um, all these sensations in your body could also like for example um, when it comes to anger you may notice that your heart is racing so fast um, your fists are clenched maybe if you're sad um, or you know hurt when you're hurt like you feel this tightness in your chest or in your throat right like want to cry like before you want to cry so just point those things out and then after that um look at the um identify study the thoughts that you were having right at the moment right so right at the moment maybe you were thinking how like for example let's go back to the previous example at work when you were having that breakdown that stressful moment maybe you were thinking that oh i can't do this i have so little time i'm not gonna make it my boss is gonna get mad at me i'm not maybe i'm not good at this i'm gonna fail so all those things it's not um you know you have to 
study the thoughts that you were having and also study at the things that you were saying to yourself. And then after that, you examine, gather every evidence, data, and just examine it. And yeah, just um, look for evidence that w- what you were thinking of is true. Because um, most likely what you were thinking wasn't really true. And it was, that was just based on your, you know, um, based on your fears, on your inner critic. And your because of your past traumas, and just work once you've looked at the evidence and you found out that you were just you know jumping to conclusions, assuming the worst. Um, try to um replace those thoughts with more logical ones, with more helpful ones. Um, I don't want to say positive because I know how there's toxic positivity, but at least um replace them with more helpful ones that will, you know, ha- what you can do to solve that, to solve the situation. So like I said before, you can look at your to-do list or you can talk to your boss about it and just make it clear with him on things that you may not have been clear with. So that's the CBT approach in working through your emotions. All right. So uh, I know a lot of us struggle with managing our emotions because we weren't really taught how to handle our emotions or deal with them in a healthy way. Maybe in your households, you know, as a kid in your home, you grew up being told that your emotions are too much. Um, oh, you'll get over it or just suck it up. Um, or maybe in your homes, it was literally unsafe for you to open up. Your feelings weren't acknowledged and were just brushed off. Like maybe in your families, um, your parents, your family members didn't really talk about all these hard feelings, right? And weren't really open with each, with each other. You grew, or maybe you grew up with unhealthy coping mechanisms, you know. So, example like throwing temper tantrums. Maybe a parent had anger management issues. There was shouting, um, lots of drinking alcohol, drugs, um, overeating. So, if this was, if any of the this was modeled to you. At a very young age, then that is most likely why you are not regulating in a healthy manner as an adult. And maybe not expressing yourself was the way you stayed under the radar radars, you avoided difficult things. Maybe it was a way for you to feel safe. So it's really important not to judge yourselves. And beat ourselves too much for wherever you're at in this journey and however you handle things because, you know, all of our experiences are unique. And um, I've read, according to psychology, almost everything that we do as an adult is something that we, because of something that we learn growing up, the way we, 
we cope with things is something we adapted because at that time that was how we got through that was how we made ourselves safe so we don't want to judge and hate ourselves for these coping mechanisms we have adapted but rather just know that just know that okay at that time this was the best that i knew how to do and i've carried i've carried these into adulthood because that was just how i got used to things and because a part it was a part of how i processed things and so it became a part of me but now i'm an adult i'm capable of handling this in a new way in a way that is best for me now i am capable of changing of making different choices all right so i think it's important to have this kind of mindset in regards to these things because it will also help you to move forward and implement change there is a quote that i love from maya angelo that goes i know better so i do better so forgive yourself for not knowing what you did now you know before So I really invite you guys to have that kind of mindset as you move forward with any kind of self-work in your work and so however you managed some things in the past that's okay but now moving forward we know better and we can manage it in a healthier way and I think that's a very empowering way to look at it So if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I really have not been managing my emotions in the right way," or maybe you're confused as to where do I even start? And I'm telling you, listening to this podcast, this is where you start. It all starts with awareness, being conscious with what's your default. becoming aware of what your patterns look like are you like are you usually over regulating or do you usually under regulate or and just blow up to your in front of your partner or in public and from there it's really just a moment to moment type of awareness which you can begin practicing And a lot of times I know a lot of times we don't even know how we feel because we're just moving so fast all the time that we don't even stop to check in with ourselves. And so uh, I'm telling you uh, like make it a point to check in with yourself. Make it a habit, make time to yourself every day even just for a few minutes to check in how you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling some kind of discomfort. It doesn't have to be one big process. Just notice how your body feels. What kinds of thoughts are running through your mind? Get curious about how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. And this is the only way we can rewrite and move forward in a different and healthier way. 
So, so for example, in regards to anger, I know I've had some really bad anger ma- anger issues before. When I get angry, you can really say it. Uh, tell you can really tell from my face, and sometimes I just. I just want to scream and sometimes I just blow up to my partner. I yeah, it's not good and we should learn how to move it out of our bodies without having to blow up to your kids, to your families, to your partner. So, it's important as well to soothe yourself right in the moment, to self-soothe. So there are so many kinds of self-soothing techniques you can engage your senses like for example listening to calm music taking a quick walk um, journaling like breathing like doing breath work or maybe just drinking your favorite cup of coffee um trying out um relaxing scents even like scented candles or um uh oils and even wrapping yourself with a weighted blanket that has been very comforting for me so try to move toward our feelings rather than walking away from them shying away hiding hiding them because i promise you it will continue to come back over and over again like i've been talking about um health issues if you're constantly in a fight or flight mode and you have health issues um you notice that you your stomach bloats or you will have digestive issues or maybe um your muscles ache all the time you have back pain and maybe if you're like me like there's also some kind of defensiveness i've noticed that before when i get angry suddenly or you know it's because i was being defensive yeah and for example if for some reason maybe at that time i was actually being triggered because i thought the person was criticizing me and i related that to my previous experience from childhood where i was always criticized um i wasn't appreciated through words or i didn't hear it from my caregivers so things like that and it really manifests in our bodies you're you know you don't want to get to that point where your body is telling you like hey pay attention to what i'm telling you here you know you don't want to get to that point where your body gives up rather you want to get to the point where you are aware of what's going on and you're open to feeling it and moving through it there's a lot of growth and um, empathy expansion there's a lot of compassion there's more compassion towards yourself and towards others only because i was open to these experiences 
I chose to witness and experience them in a wholehearted and healthy way. You know, and this is also an opportunity for us to get to know ourselves. And just to love ourselves better in honoring our feelings, honoring our needs. You know, maybe during that time, there's, there's an unmet need that needs to be needs to be looked at, deserves to be paid attention to. So it's like how you are speaking to a child, to a loved one, to a person that you love. Like, I see you, I hear you, I'm with you. Let me help you out. Let me help you. And this is also how we build our self-confidence and connection with ourselves. This is how we trust ourselves more when we let our emotions become a compass to guide us. And I'm not saying like a compass, meaning to let it govern you or control you. So you're, you want your emotions to just be a guide on what is not sitting right for you. What is something you have been ignoring? You know, so so that's how you choose to. That's that's then how you then try to solve what is really happening. So, for example, I'm gonna give an example when it comes to relationships because I think that's very common. So, for me, um, I've noticed how when my when my partner says something to me, like there was an experience, like maybe uh, when he told me that to, um, this is how you clean the dishes, like he was reminding me to do the dishes. And I just suddenly reacted to that negatively, or I felt that um, there is this discomfort and resentment. So, you know, you really want to trust yourself as to how you're why you're feeling that way and then when you have that connection with yourself you can you know um realize oh it was because it is because before when i was a child my parents were always criticizing me like maybe they they did not do it on purpose but it just how it came to me because there wasn't a lot of grace and compliments but you know when they are correcting your mistakes lecturing you so at that moment with my partner that was how it felt and so (laughs) I needed to um really confront that myself you know and how am I gonna solve that to make our to make myself feel better to move myself away from that discomfort but at the same time um nurture the relationship and not ruin the relationship so because of course my partner doesn't know why i reacted that way maybe my partner was confused and just surprised oh what what the heck why are you suddenly mad at me so at that moment you know when that happens you really just want to have that conversation with your partner Maybe apologize if you blew up. So if you blew up, first apologize and 
just tell him, um, you know, just make yourself vulnerable, that this is, you know, admit to your mistake and how you interpreted what he said. And maybe you can work towards a compromise, like if words are important for you, words of affirmation, then your partner can do maybe his tone of voice, like he can change his tone of voice. And your partner can like provide praises and compliments once in a while, and to just to just show that he appreciates what you're doing. You know, it's just really a matter of being aware of ourselves, our needs, and connect, communicating that to the people that are important in our lives, right? So you're teaching, by doing that, you get to trust yourself more, to trust your intuition. And you are teaching yourself by taking this time to regulate our emotions. You are teaching yourself that you are worth caring for. You are worth making time for. So it really isn't that complicated, right? So if people ask, like, how can I be more confident to value myself more and to just trust myself more? It's really just as simple as listening to ourselves. To really sit with ourselves and just, yeah, confront all these difficult emotions, uncomfortable feelings, because this is where we can learn so much this is where we become more open to becoming better and more compassionate empathic individuals more confident more trusting and yeah just better individuals (sighs) so this episode has been really such a beautiful release for me as well and I hope that um, this has been really helpful for you. I hope you've learned something and you can start applying this to your own life. So thank you so much for joining me. If you liked this episode, if you liked this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with a friend who might need it, who might need this advice and yeah i can't wait to chat with you again soon um talk with you during our next episode all right i'm sending you all the love and warm light your way talk soon